Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Today on the newscast, the U.S. rejoins a notoriously anti-Israel U.N. agency and restarts nuclear talks with the Iranian regime. Get all the breaking details on these very unwise moves by the Biden administration next. Folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We've told you previously here on the newscast about UNESCO. It's the UN's Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization, or UNESCO for short. Now, over the years, UNESCO has earned, and I do mean earned, a reputation as being notoriously anti-Israel and anti-West. A few examples here. Number one, when it comes to Israel... Take the Temple Mount, for instance, which UNESCO refers to consistently as Haram al-Sharif. That's its Muslim name. And UNESCO consistently in its pronouncements about the Temple Mount over the years has de-emphasized the Jewish and Christian lineage at that site, even though it's the holiest site in Judaism. Going back some 3,000 years, it was the site of Solomon's Temple. Fast forward to 2,000 years ago. Jesus taught, chased the money changers out of the second temple, and yet UNESCO consistently de-emphasizes that. And not only that, when it comes to Hebron and the tomb of the patriarchs, UNESCO refers to that as, again, an Islamic heritage site, even though this is the very place where the patriarchs and the matriarchs of the Bible, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Rebecca, Sarah, Leah, they're all buried there, Yet again, UNESCO refers to it as an Islamic heritage site. So you get an idea of where UNESCO is coming from when it comes to Israel. And folks, this should really be no surprise in a sense. This is, after all, a UN agency. And the UN has passed more resolutions against Israel than any other nation. So that gives you an idea where UNESCO is coming from with Israel when it comes to the U.S. There's a reason, folks, that way back in 1984... President Ronald Reagan pulled the U.S. out of UNESCO because of its rampant pro-Soviet anti-Western ideology. Now, the U.S. re-entered UNESCO in 2003, and then President Trump announced that the U.S. was pulling out once again in 2017. Now, we're in 2023, and the Biden administration is rejoining this rabidly anti-Israel and anti-Western UN body. Why are they doing it? How much is it going to cost U.S. taxpayers? We've got all the breaking details there. And plus, nuclear talks. We've been telling you over the months that this Iran nuclear deal isn't dead. And lo and behold, the Biden administration, confirmed by the Iranian regime today, an Iranian spokesman, is once again engaged in indirect nuclear talks with the Iranian regime. We've got a lot to break down, but before we do, a quick reminder to subscribe to the Watchman News channel right here on YouTube and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. We're bringing you the kind of 
cutting edge news that you're just not hearing about in the mainstream media for such a time as this. And a quick reminder, Father's Day is coming up Sunday, June 18th. A great time to check out our new Watchmen shop here on the channel. By popular demand, we've now got some pretty cool Watchmen merch, shirts, uh, hats, mugs, stickers, bumper stickers for your car, for your, for your coffee mug at shop.tbn.org forward slash Watchmen. A great gift for dad. And also, hey, it helps you to support the channel, which helps us. Unfortunately, a, a large YouTube channel and a weekly TV show isn't free. So show your support for The Watchmen. Check out our shop. It's shop.tbn.org forward slash Watchmen. A great Father's Day gift. Okay, a not-so-great Father's Day week gift, if you can call it a gift. A gift to the UN, a gift to Israel bashers, is the Biden administration's intention to rejoin UNESCO. Now, as I mentioned at the top, that's the UN's educational, scientific, and cultural organization. The Biden administration says it wants to re-enter, number one, to have more of a voice at UNESCO as it's making all of these pronouncements, and number two, to blunt Chinese influence. Folks, I don't think it's very likely. Uh, if that is indeed the intention of the Biden administration, number one, it's costly, when the U.S. was still in UNESCO before Trump pulled the U.S. out, the U.S. was footing some 22% of the bill for this U.N. body to the tune of $80 million per year. And now that the U.S. has been out of UNESCO for about six years, if it's going to re-enter, which certainly seems like the intention, it has to pay $500 million in back payments just to re-enter I'm sure U.S. taxpayers will be none too happy about that when they watch this video and hear more about this move by the Biden administration. But again, that is the intent. Now, it's interesting, back in 2011, the Obama administration cut funding to UNESCO because, and here comes that anti-Israel stance again of this U.N. body, UNESCO admitted Palestine as a member. Now, folks, although the left around the world would like nothing better than to see a Palestinian state, as of today, as I'm coming to you, uh, June 12, 2023, there is no Palestinian state and there is no entity known as Palestine. There is the West Bank, which we call here on the Watchman newscast what the Bible calls it, Judea and Samaria, the biblical heartland, and then there is Gaza, again. There is no nation state known as Palestine, and yet in 2011, UNESCO declared that there was and admitted this state, so-called, to UNESCO. Now, under U.S. law, the U.S. at the time, and I'm sure then-President Obama did this very reluctantly, had to cut funding uh, to UNESCO. And then President Trump went one step further in 2017 and said, look, this U.N. body is rampantly anti-Israel, it needs reform, and it's costing us a lot of money, and we're not getting anything out of it. We're out, which I think was a wise move. Now, the Biden administration, again, is saying, well, look, you know, we have no influence if we're not a part of UNESCO. But, folks, if you are so consumed, or this UN body is so consumed by an anti-Western, anti-Israel bent, I don't see the Biden administration, of all administrations, moving the needle there, being forceful and stating the case for the United States, for the West, 
and for Israel in a bold and decisive manner that really moves the needle. Under this current administration, based on what I've seen for two and a half years, I just don't see that happening. And by the way, Israel also withdrew from UNESCO for obvious reasons in 2019, has yet to rejoin, has not announced any intention to rejoin, but apparently does not oppose the U.S. rejoining UNESCO. Speaking of lost causes, the Biden administration has re-entered indirect nuclear talks with the Iranian regime in Oman. Now, the regime in Tehran confirmed this today. They are saying they don't want a limited or partial nuclear deal. There's been some rumblings out of Washington, D.C. that the Biden administration is suggesting maybe a limited version of that disastrous Iran nuclear deal, something temporary, just to get it back off the ground before they forge a larger, more permanent deal. The Iranian regime is saying it has no interest in that. Folks, and why would they? They're playing hardball once again the Biden administration approaching Iran and essentially begging for a deal. Although Iran has carried out some 80 attacks, Iran and its proxies, against U.S. interests, U.S. soldiers in Iraq and Syria since January 2021 when Joe Biden took office, even though Iran continues to crack the skulls, quite literally, of protesters, pro-democracy protesters in the streets of Iran, and even though Iran continues to uh, commit itself and vow to wipe Israel off the map, arm its terror proxies to the teeth. Oh, and by the way, plot terror attacks on U.S. soil against former U.S. administration officials, all that. And the Biden administration acknowledges, by the way, all the above, all of that. And still, the Biden administration is rushing headlong to forge a new deal with the Iranian regime. And folks, eventually it may very well happen. Of course, Iran's playing hardball because they know they shouldn't have any leverage here, but they feel like they have all the leverage. Why? Because the Biden administration and by extension, Western powers, France, Britain, Germany, have made clear that they are desperate for a deal. Meanwhile, as we wrap, just know that Israel is adamantly and rightfully so opposed to any new Iran nuclear deal. And folks, any new deal would make a regional war more and not less likely, despite what the geniuses inside the Beltway and in Brussels are thinking. Israel is prepared to act alone if necessary to stop this existential threat of an Iranian nuclear program. We're keeping a very close eye on all of it, folks. Keep it all in prayer. Thanks for joining us here today on the newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.